Hello, SEO 101 listeners. WebmasterRadio.fm introduces over 101 reasons to love your smartphone even more. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to SEO 101 live every Monday or download thousands of past episodes or download shows like SEO Rockstars, Search Pulse, The Daily Search Cast, and more. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app for iTunes and Google Play now. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 Extra Credit on WebmasterRadio.fm is now in session. Welcome to an Extra Credit segment of SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. Well, man, we've got a few questions. Lots of stuff yeah. going on in our community. I, I, love, I love our plus community. You guys rock. Lots of good questions, lots of good interaction. Um, really impressed, really impressed. Yeah, thanks, everyone. And, and, and just for anyone who's new, um, what we're talking about is our SEO 101 community on Google+. So if you go to Google+, type in SEO 101. In the very bottom of the search results, you'll see our SEO 101 community, and you can just join in there. It's uh, 13. What do, you, what do you mean the bottom of the search results? We're like at the top. No, 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 in the drop-down. Oh, okay. You're making it sound like we came and rank our own community. Come on. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, we are number one. <laughs> yes. Okay. So <laughs> we wanted to run with a few questions here, and uh, we've got lots to do. So uh, let's start with the first one here. Now, I haven't had a chance to edit these, so bear with me. I'm going to have to read them out loud and take what's best out of it here. So from Stephen. I'm relatively new to SEO, but I've jumped in with both feet. I'm working with a client now who has a WordPress site. They offer classes and seminars that rotate. The the curriculum never really changes. They use a custom post type to sort registration for every class. They also have a static page for each class that links to the most current class registration form, which is a custom post type. Wow, this is good. I would like to apply the canonical tag to each custom post type to build up the page value of the static pages. Does that sound right to you guys? Help is much appreciated. So let's see if we can sort this out real quick. So they've got static pages for each class, which is great. The custom post type to sort registration for each class kind of has me wondering what that is. So the custom post type would be a registration form or a list of currently offered classes. I'm not sure which. Sort of registration. Sort registration for every class. Um, that's uh, yeah, that's got me confused. So 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 let's let's assume that that they're just starting and they don't know what, and they, we can help them defi- define how to do this. So. The idea of having a static page for each class is great. You want that because um, that's that's the topic that pe- most likely people will search for. Is I need I want a class on X. Makes sense. So you want that static. Your thought is really around how do I take the other pages of the site to help support that. So if it's a list of classes, then you're not you know the internal linking is going to be fine, but you're not a canonical won't do you much good because you'll need. You can't do a canonical from each list, from each link in the page to the static page. So that's not going to help much there. Um, a registration form 
for the classes. That one I could I could recommend doing canonical tag from because um, you, people finding a registration in the search results is probably not something that's going to be very valuable to them anyway. They want to hear about the class first, so that one makes sense. Um, yeah, so he's actually I think he's saying that he wants to put a canonical tag uh, to each so to from each registration form back to the static page. Which makes sense. If, it's, if you're registering for one class and the registration form is specific to that class, yes. However, if your registration form has a drop-down list and says, which class do you want to register for, then it's not necessarily a good idea because you can't canonical it to all the different possibilities. If you have a registration per class, then yes, canonical it. If you have a drop-down on the registration that lets them pick a class, then there's no reason to canonical it in my mind. Yeah. It's funny. It, it, I wonder how Google, what Google thinks about doing this, because they can see that the content would be different in each page, mm-hmm. but and they're being canonical back to a static page, a single static page talking about that class versus each edition of the class appearing, which is in this other page. Anyway, it's interesting how the canonical tag is, as usual, being used for so many other things that it wasn't originally intended for. But uh, <laughs> it's... Uh, I, yeah, I think he's doing the right thing. From what I gather here, and I think you both, you just agreed as well, it looks like he's on the right track. Yeah, it sounds like it to me too. So yeah. uh, hopefully that answers your question, Stefan or Stefan, however you pronounce it, apologize. Um, if not, hit us up in the Google Plus community and we'll see if we can get some clarity and, and help you figure it out. Cool. Thank you, Stephen. And uh, the next question is from Jim. It says, are meta tags a thing of the past or should they still be used? As I understand it, search engines don't really use them anymore. Uh, I love this question. Yeah, we get it a lot. I mean, really, when it comes down to it, the description meta tag is the only one of any benefit. And it's only not for ranking. It's not a benefit for rankings. It's a benefit for uh, driving the click from a search result. So oftentimes, the description meta tag is used when a search result, when you get a search result, you know, when you're in, say, top 10, whatever, your position five, let's say, your description tag will probably be used as a description for your site. So think of it as, a, as your call to action. Make sure that it's well written so that people will click on yours versus another site. And, and I, I guess we should be clear because this is a very vague question. There are lots of different types of meta tags um, beyond <laughs> description and, and, ti- and title tag is even considered as a meta tag. And it's critically important that your title tag is done right. Um, the, the rel equals canonical that we were just talking about the last question. That is a meta tag and there's certain cer- circumstances it should be used and circum- certain circumstances it shouldn't. Um, the meta no index, no follow tag, sometimes it needs to be used, sometimes it shouldn't be. There's lots of different meta tags out there um, and really each one has its own rules of when it should be used and when it shouldn't be used. The only one I'd say you know, is a thing in the past and should never be used as the keywords meta tag. The only thing the engine uses that for is to help identify people trying to spam. So if you're not using it, you're fine. What's the uh, other one that was used? Was it the Dublin Core? Is that what it was called? Yeah, I, I, I haven't messed with that one in a long time either. Ugh, hated those things. But yeah. yeah, there's a lot of stuff. The DC tag, I, I saw a lot of clients or actually competitors using it on sites. I never saw it. Oh, I usually beat them out of the rankings, so they obviously did dig a hole. But <laughs> um, yeah. anyway, I think they there's, there's lots of meta tags. 
there's lots of meta tags out there that are specific to content management systems to help organize content. There's ones out there that people just made up years ago that for some reason are that, that are still being used that have nothing to do with search, but they might have something to do with another way the site's being used. So it might tie into a back-end inventory management system that we know nothing about. So the term just meta tags is very vague. There's, there's lots of way, way yeah. metadata is used on a web page. Fair enough. Yeah, and I think uh, I think addressing it the way I did at the beginning is, is likely what you're talking about, Jim, but I'm glad that uh, John covered the others, and I uh, hope that answered your question. Now, let's take a quick break, and we get back. We've got uh, three additional questions that are, are pretty good ones. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. If you're constantly struggling to find more customers, revenue, or hours in the day, Infusionsoft can help you have the business you've always wanted. For over 10 years, Infusionsoft has been helping business owners just like you find the financial freedom and peace of mind you've been searching for. I'm Scott Martineau, co-founder of Infusionsoft. If you're struggling to find more customers, more revenue, or more hours in the day, Infusionsoft is the proven solution you're looking for. Infusionsoft, the only all-in-one sales and marketing software created specifically for small businesses. Learn more at www.infusionsoft.com slash radio. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Search Kingdom. We explore the world of search marketing, give in-depth analysis inside the important industry headlines, and interview with the most important industry thought leaders. Search Kingdom. On demand inside the search engine optimization channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to the special extra credit episode of SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So the next question we have up here is from, uh, wow, Woti. Let's just call him Woti. Woti. Yeah. It says, I have a question on SEO entailing the HT, entailing, I guess he means about the HT access file. If you've heard of Weebly, then you know that it's a free site hoster, which is great for people like me. Okay. 
I'll take that credit. Though along with free hosting comes restrictions. Many things I'm trying to do require accessing and modifying the HT access file. I've tried searching around on how to do that on Weebly, but hardly anything is coming up. I'm starting to assume it's impossible. Do you know of any great alternatives to using the HT access file and still get the same effect, or am I restricted to an HT access file that I simply am not allowed to access? Uh, my first question is, what alternative to what? What are you trying to do with it? Um, yeah. And it's a lot you can do. Just like the meta question we had a moment ago, uh, there's a lot you can do with an HT access file. Um, I'm going to guess you're talking about 301 redirects, which is probably the most common use of the HT access file. Uh, would you agree? Yeah, in our space, it's definitely one of the most common uses. A lot of people use HT access um, to do all kinds of, like you said, all kinds of interesting things. Um, but you're right. 301s in our space is the most common. Yeah, so... In that situation, I've run into this before with YouTube, or not YouTube, what am I talking about? Yahoo stores. Uh, Yahoo yeah. stores at least didn't, uh, I don't know whether they do now, allow you to add 301 redirects. They were, HD access was totally shut off, really annoying, even if you're spending a fortune, which you usually do if you're with Yahoo. Um, they still wouldn't allow it. Um, in fact, I had a conversation with Matt Cutts about this before it was officially allowed. Um, he suggested I use... He suggested that our decision to use the canonical tag would work, and that was before cross-domain was allowed. And because we were trying to canonicalize uh, an old site on Yahoo to a new site off of Yahoo, yeah. and uh, it worked. So cross-domain works, but you'd also be able to do it directly to another page. So, that would be so, my suggestion. Yeah. So here's so your question was about Weebly and the Yahoo stores that Ross mentioned have the same. So hosted services like those where you get get a free account, they have to put security restrictions in place. And there are things that you can script into HT Access that could compromise security for sites and servers. So, you know, really, really smart hackers to get got access to a free website that allowed them to modify HD Access any way they wanted could do some damage to their services. So they're not going to most likely, if they're smart, they're not going to give you access to the HD Access files on a hosted service like Yahoo Store or Weebly. Um, the best way to do something like that is to fork out the, the, the $4 a month and get a, a hosting service that allows you to, to put your site on, on a real hosting where you get access to, the, to that kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe $4, but you're not going to get quality. I mean, you, if you want something that's going to be reliable, you're going to want to spend, eh, spend a little money. Um, you want to get something that's not just allowing you to so, access the HD access, but actually is going to give you some quality um, stability as well. So, so my hosting costs $19.95 a month. I have 20-something sites on it. So actually, I'm paying less than a dollar a site a month for hosting, and it's high quality, and I get access to everything I want, auto installs of all the different CMSs I want. There's definitely hosting plans out there that are very, very affordable that will let you solve these problems. And what, uh, Give it a plug. What, what are you using? Um, DreamHost. I use DreamHost. And yeah, I've heard a lot Dream, of good things about them. Yeah, I use DreamHost. Um, I, I pay a little extra because I, I bought a dedicated IP address, but um, you know, all my sites are on there. I have unlimited websites, so I can put as many as I want on there and unlimited bandwidth for 20 bucks a month. Now, is it a dedicated? I have a dedicated IP, but not a dedicated server. Is it uh, how many people, do they have a maximum they allow on the server that you're on? I don't think I've ever had asked. I've never had any issues with it, so I've never had to dig yeah. into that. I, it's when you have high traffic sites, right? Like I, I that's my concern. Uh, we, we're on what we spend a lot of money on. I mean, over a couple hundred bucks. 
but like we also Rackspace have or something. No, it's that. Um, oh, I just gave them a plug the other day in, a, in an article. Uh, I always seem to forget the name. I think because I did so much research to find them. Oh uh, crap! Uh, any bad name? Oh crap! I would not hope yeah. anybody called Oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it'll come to me, but um, they. Uh, They've also got the ability to have immediately. Um, it's got tons of power. It doesn't ever go down. It's like you, you could send a few thousand, probably fifty thousand people in a minute, and it wouldn't even test it. So nice. you know, yeah. Well, the purpose was originally for social media tips, which is unfortunately not happening right now. It's just not my focus. So uh, I probably could right. downgrade. But uh, in any case, there you go. There are varying levels of expense, but I think it uh, sounds like uh, John's is the best pick for you. Uh, free is you're going to get problems. It's as simple as that. Uh, yeah. You get what you pay for, as the adage goes. Yes. So hopefully that helps you. Um, but like I say, if you want to do 3.0 and redirects, the canonical tag does work for doing that. So I do suggest that. And if it's a, if it's a LAMP environment and you have access to to PHP code, you can actually put a PHP rewrite in there that works as well. Um, so so depending on what environment it is, if it's LAMP, which is an acronym for Linux, Apache, MySQL, and PHP, if that's your environment you're in, which you probably are if you're not on a Microsoft box, you can. There's a PHP code snippet that works as well that you can put in the header, and that will. Essentially, tell Google it's a 301. Yeah, it'll, it'll, yep. it'll resolve it as a 301. Cool. Yeah, and if you need any help with code elsewise, uh, we, we do have 301 redirect code on stepforth.com. That's actually, sadly, our most popular page on the site. It's ridiculous. We get a ton of traffic <laughs> to those. But uh, not exactly yeah, our target, but it, it, oh well. <laughs> you, you ought to 301 redirect it to another page that says, see, you just got 301. <laughs> exactly. Now, uh, the next question comes from Mark. Mark is uh, one of our most prominent posters. He says, he's something I've never considered before and would welcome your comments. Most websites link to JavaScript and CSS files along with a fave icon and image URLs. Should these be nofollow? I feel awkward asking this as I feel it's a non-issue, but perhaps I'm missing a trick here. I, I, went, uh, I saw this when he posted this, and it was an intriguing question because I never thought about it either. Um, and I did some thinking, and again, this is just my opinion because I don't know if there's any real research on this, but I don't think it matters at all. Um, it, you know, unless you're back into the idea of crafting page rank and sculpting page rank on your pages and you don't want to lose that extra little teeny piece of juice because you want to send it to another internal page, which which is a waste of time in my opinion anyway. But if you're doing that, then maybe you want to know follow them. Um, I don't believe it's going to help much, but unless you're into that kind of detail of where your page rank flows, I don't think it's an issue. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't. You're not missing a trick here, as far as we know. Put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> it's not something I've ever even considered doing, and I don't see reason why they would help. Uh, I consider Google pretty intelligent, and uh, yeah. as far as computers go. Algorithms okay. go, so I figure it's, this is sort of stuff they just don't even look at. Yeah, and they play off of Ross. I said I would never consider doing it. It would not even come into consideration. Yeah. All right, one more. Uh, let's take a quick break, and we get back. We got one from Chris. 
SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link-building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link-builders you've been looking for. Visit us. Best Search Strategies. Where our hosts, Jamie Smith and Brian Lewis, discuss state-of-the-art search strategies and tools to help search marketers increase conversion and lower costs. Best Search Strategies. On demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to this special extra credit episode of SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. And myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Now, the last uh, question we have here is, is more of a comment from Chris, and uh, I thought it was nice. He says, uh, great podcast. Uh, listening to your discussion about charging for audits has me evaluating my process. Currently, I'm running local search audits using a few tools for prospective clients, and it's eating up my time. I'm contemplating revamping my audit process so that it's no longer free. Of course, I'll have to spend more time on each audit to justify the value, but it will be of great benefit to the client and me as well. So, like I said, it's more of a comment, but thank you, Chris. It's nice to, to hear that, that my rant last, uh, last episode was helpful to some degree. Um, audits are a lot of work, and, and they, you can provide a ton of value from a website audit. And I, I think that you are underserving yourself by doing it free. And, um, and there's no question, there's nothing wrong with giving away some free intel. And that's what I said in the last episode as well. You know, have that initial conversation, do a couple checks, look for the basics, and, you know, pass those along. But 
when it gets into anything in depth, it's going to take your time. You should be paid for that. And by all means, do an awesome job. So they come on, come with you later. That's our, that's our goal. We provide such a good service that they know they can call us if, if they're not going to go right with us right away or something. They're going to call us another time if they have another question. And, and I'd say if, if you're reevaluating your process, which is great because you need to do that. Everybody needs to do that all the time. If you build a process and say, this is what I'm going to do it. And five years later, you're doing the same process. You're probably failing. Um, so kudos on reevaluating. Second, I would think of having both options available. So have a less comprehensive audit format available that only takes you a little bit of time to do as a sales tool. Because especially since you mentioned you're doing local audits, um, local audits to me sound like we're targeting small business, small to medium business. And a lot of times their budget is really going to determine what they can or can't do. So, Their non-existent budget, yes. Yes. So if, if, you, if you go in and say, I'll do an audit, but here's how much it's going to cost, you may lose business that you could have gotten if you said, here's a couple of points that I've looked at. I did a preliminary audit. Here's a couple things that I'm seeing, um, and, you, and you approach it the way you have been. So it's, it's really going to be one of those things. You have an init, initial conversation with a client. You determine at that point whether you think this client – is is a client that you're going to have to give away a little bit of stuff free and do a, a, like a mini audit first, or is it a client you think you'll be able to go in and say, here's what I want to do, I want to sell you an audit, and then here's what's going to come out of the audit and how we move forward. So have both options available and do a little bit of evaluation, at least in the beginning, so you know to, to ease into it. I, I wouldn't do it cold turkey, just my opinion. Absolutely, and, and, and I know John has as well, but over the years, I cannot count how many times I've had to re- restructure everything I do. I mean, and that's I, it's part of the addiction of this industry. I, I'm always having to relearn a new craft, uh, redesign something. You know, like we were talking about the theming earlier on or, or siloing. That was something that was invented out of necessity in our industry because we saw that it was something that was effective. But, you know, we all had to, all had to craft sales pitches around those, uh, the, the diagrams, the services, everything to to make to educate a client and and to make it work, uh, that's just yeah. one of thousands. Of, it feels like uh, things we've done over the years. It, Heck, I'm it, doing that right now with a bunch of things. It, it, it's it, ongoing. Good point. Because as things change, so. How much time did you spend looking at your products after Panda came out? And how much time did you spend looking at your products after Penguin came out? And then you realized things had to change. Now you have to go change your, your, your presentations and your marketing materials. Maybe even have to change your pricing structure and your products as a whole. You've got to keep on top of that stuff. When new things come out, not just algorithm change, when new things come out, how are you leveraging authorship for your sales process? You know, um, how are, you know, when does it apply? When does it? If it's an e-commerce site selling a bunch of stuff in a store, you're probably not going to pitch authorship. And uh, I hope you're not pitching authorship because that's not what it's for. <laughs> but but if it's a if it's a site that has news and information and there's, they're they're regularly publishing content to drive leads, then authorship should be part of that that pitch. So you, you got to keep up with the stuff and you got to keep evaluating and changing what you're doing, not only on your deliverables and your strategies, but on how you present it and sell it as well. Now, to pull a John here, um, you really should be thinking about it before these things come out. <laughs> uh, yes, Penguin came out. Yes, you should have been prepared for that, though. It was pretty obvious it was coming. A lot of stuff was all the signals were there. We knew what Google was up to. Uh, we may not know exactly how it was going to affect things, but 
the writing was on the wall. So, yeah. you know, what we're always doing is trying to build off what we've learned into our services and networking um, so that when a hit does hit, we're more than prepared. Everything's steady. We're not going to get hit, quote unquote, hit by the algorithm. Yep. And this is more for new business because your existing business shouldn't have been impacted anyway because you shouldn't have been doing those nasty things that Penguin went after to begin with. <laughs> Unless you've been around since 97, which everyone did. <laughs> yeah. But but no, I, I disagree to, to pull, a, pull a Ross. Um, <laughs> if you were still doing the same things you were doing in 97, you were in trouble to begin with before Penguin came along. <laughs> no, of course, that, that's true. Yes, but 97 saying that we did at one point do those. <laughs> yes, we did, I but you back shouldn't at, have still been doing them. <laughs> no, God, no. Yeah, if you're still stuffing your your keyword tag, God help you. No. Yeah. Um, Actually, it was funny. I've been cleaning out our. I've got an organizer helping me out. She's awesome. In fact, anyone wants any tips on how to organize their life in their office, calm, cool, uncluttered. Yeah. Ca. Calm, cool, uncluttered. Ca. She's just awesome, Maggie. Anyway, she's got great tips on there. But she's working with me every week. She comes in my office, and we're going through all my papers. I've got sixteen years of freaking paper. <laughs> it's got to be so just destroyed. It's been hell. But. What has really scared me and made me chuckle to no end is going through old proposals, old sales pitches. Holy hell, we've done everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've done that too. I've pulled old files and said, I really pitched that? Like, oh my God. It's like, <laughs> I know. Somebody I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna shred this right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't want anybody ever seeing this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's the way it is. It, it, it's fun. I mean, it, it's totally cleaning up my place. And I tell you, I can't say yeah. enough about it. Yeah. And another thing that's helped me, um, and it's all thanks to working with Maggie, is that she made me look at my tasks and to-do lists. And that got me connected with Tamar. I love Tamar. Tamar Weinberg, if anyone doesn't know who that is, um, T-A-M-A-R. You can look her up on um, Facebook or wherever. And she wrote an article a while back that, it's just phenomenal. I think I mentioned that on the show before, but it's about how to use Gmail to manage your task lists um, and to manage to how to go down to zero emails every day. I just delete them all. <laughs> yeah. Well, you didn't get to, to screw them. Sorry, you, you, you didn't get lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you don't get a response from me, you just try again the next day. Yeah, try again. Try again. <laughs> well, this thing walks through everything and how she sees labels. And, and, and I've done a lot of this stuff, but I never did it the way she did it. And, and I, I have adopted it, and I love it. I am getting down to near zero every day. I've got a little bit different system. Everyone's got to adapt it a little bit. But holy hell, has it helped. So, my little rant about today. Hold on, I'm going to look up real quick to tell you how many how many unanswered emails I have in my Gmail folder right now. Hold on, this is this is the one unanswered. Okay, not as bad as I thought. There's only 594. <laughs> Five hundred of them are lost. <laughs> Most of them are spam. <laughs> but but when I look it up on my phone, it says like you know because it does everything other than just the inbox. The all the stuff that got filtered. There's closer to twenty two thousand of them. <laughs> wow, I'm archiving. That's what she does. She uses the archive system, and then she uses categories and etc. 
But I had a, I have to find it. I had a really great tool for a while that you gave access to your Gmail, and it would learn. It would, it would basically you'd sit there for ten minutes, and it would pop up an email and give you three options: you know, trash, archive, or answer. And you go through this, and it would start learning. And eventually, it really did a really good job at automatically, you know, handling my inbox. And the only thing that was in there that would work, or that I needed to address, was the stuff that I needed to address. And and I, the, the site went out of business. And I was really, really bummed. Hmm. That does suck. Yeah, or it probably ended up going with another company, or the technology did. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Well, I tell you, archive everything. You can archive everything. It doesn't mean you can't find it again. Um, and the other tip was uh, you can create filters galore. I mean, there is if there is a limit to filters, she hasn't found it yet. So, <laughs> and I tell you, by the sound of things, that's impressive because she's got a lot of them um, tomorrow. So, you know, and that's really worked. I mean, I've just right-clicked filter. This goes here. Right-click filter. This goes here. And then you have to worry about it again. Um, and there's wild cards for, for newsletters. All these things you can filter into different labels, which you can get to later. Very cool. Anyway. This could be this could be its own radio show, Ross. It could, it could, it could. You should talk, <laughs> you should connect to Nebraska and have her do a uh, organizational radio Tomorrow show. Tomorrow we'll have a wicked show. She would be really, yeah. really good. I'm sure she's been approached. She's she'd be awesome. But great lady. Well, on that note, I think uh, we're done. We've this, uh, answered this, our questions. This extra credit is in the books. Got a, got a gold star. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> On behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Forth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, thank you for joining us and listening to this ex- special extra credit episode of SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Please uh, post your questions on our SEO 101 community at Google+. Uh, we are active there regularly, almost daily. And uh, if we aren't, certainly a lot of the other members are who are quite knowledgeable as well. Thank you. And uh, don't forget to tune in next time, 2 p.m. 5, or 2 p.m. Pacific or 5 p.m. Eastern every Monday on webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.